find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Welcome to Beyond the Shadows. I'm your host, Brandy. It's me, Santa Claus. I'm just kidding. It's Justin. Did I trick all you guys? It's been a while, so they probably don't remember my voice. But then again, <laughs> how could you forget a voice like this? Anyways, what have you been up to? I don't know. I'm looking at your wall trying to figure out why there are witches brooms. You know, actually, those it. are coming down. I like, <laughs> yeah, I, um, what are we, 12? I bought this. No, I bought this sign, okay, at Michael's. Um, around Halloween time on clearance. And I was like, oh, this is really cute. I'll do something with it. And then I had all these cinnamon brooms from like Halloween and Christmas of last year. And I just never threw them away. And then I seen this, you know, it's not even important. They're coming down anyways. I'm gonna so speaking of like block, things that like show how like out. old or immature people are. So like if everyone doesn't know, I think the last episode we did was in October and then we took some time off. Yeah. It was right around Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so I turned 37 in between then. Uh, so I'm 37 and I don't feel 37, but I woke up this morning and I didn't even think about it until like seven 30, like a couple hours later, but I was like, fuck this, this, I, I hit that age. And, uh, so I wake up at four 30 this morning in the bed. Emily's awake. We've been waking up early. Can't sleep. Uh, I, I run an Etsy shop. As many of you know, if, that have listened, if you are new, I run an Etsy shop, uh, I saw that I had a couple sales and I was just checking it out to see what tapes sold, what I had to get ready. You know what I mean? Like to be proactive. Uh, and then I saw another message on my Etsy that said from Etsy, uh, what is it? It said Etsy support. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. That's like the Etsy support team is what it said. And then it was like, hey, we've updated some things. We just need you to re-verify your email address. And we're just going to send you an email. And I was like, okay. So I just, it, it just said to type in your email. So I just typed in my email that they had to verify. They're like, thank you. And then I got an email. But then when I went to the email, I realized that it's not Etsy at all. It was a completely fake email. It had nothing to do with Etsy. Which kind of pissed me off because that means Etsy let these people make a fake account on there and put like Etsy support as their fucking name and like a fake picture and all of this without catching it. But long story short, nothing really happened. Uh, I figured it out, but it dawned on me. I was like, dude, I'm that fucking old now to where I'm susceptible to internet scams. (laughs) I have lived long enough that I am now my mother. Like, I'm going to come there and I'm like, mom, they hacked me. You know how, like, every time we talk, she's like, oh, someone <laughs> hacked me or someone did this. Like, I've. That's our karma. Yeah, like, I've lived that. Like, I'm I'm old enough now to where I have to. But now, granted, I figured it out and it wouldn't have got me. It was like 430 in the morning. I was half asleep. And but it was less like, fuck, man. But then I'm like, dang, dude, I must be doing really good in my Etsy store for people to be trying to, like, scam me. No, it ha- it literally happened to me today. I was checking my emails and um, I got two yesterday, apparently, because I didn't check them yesterday. And it was like Facebook and it was like, you tried to reset your password or someone tried to log in. And I was so I clicked like, this isn't me. And then it brought me probably to a-, a stalker you got. I was like, of course, someone's trying to get into my shit. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone wants to know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, no, it's probably 
not that not that serious and it wasn't it turned out my boss was like no don't don't click on that <laughs> he's like that's a scam that's a new thing that they're doing and I was like oh they almost got yeah, me yeah but that was how my day started so uh yeah but besides that uh it's been a while uh we're back this is like a little Christmas episode uh if you're listening it's Christmas morning and uh you probably have nothing better to do because no one likes you and we're the only people that you have if you're li- if and this is our yeah, gift if you're you. listening to us on Christmas morning when we drop this, I'm just assuming that, but it might not be true. I don't know. But uh, so besides uh, that coming of age story I just told, what's new with you? Um, been working a lot, getting ready for Christmas. I'm really excited for Christmas, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we- I'm not excited for my birthday though because it's like right after. We're excited for this to get over with, man. It's been crazy. I'm so happy that we took that time off. Like between like finals, me like finishing my first semester in college, uh, my wife, like she's opening a restaurant. So she's like constantly doing stuff with that. Two kids that are getting sick all the time and I'm having to like take them to the the vet, aka the doctor. Might as well be the vet. The prices they're charging insurance don't mean nothing these days. Your kids are fair. But uh, (laughs) between that, man, and then the freaking uh, like the week it finally gets cold here are we live in a house that's like 100. Was it 10 years old, six years old? Uh, The heat went out. So I ended up having to drop over 6K on a heater, which uh, I'm pretty proud of it. You know, I go out there sometimes and just look at it because, you know, I spent a lot of money on it. So I feel like I can do that. <laughs> I uh, started drinking beer by like, you know, on King of the Hill, they hang out by the trash cans. I now hang out by my <laughs> York AC heater. It's pretty big, uh, but I don't think size is really that important when it comes to AC units, unless you have a big house, which we do. I'm just kidding, but uh, it sounds like things are going. Really they're not well for actually. You. They were like really hectic, man. <laughs> it was that's why I'm saying it's so good to have a break. It was like we couldn't get a we couldn't catch a break between like her working all the time, me trying to do school, me like begging her to relook over my schoolwork to make sure I'm not a complete idiot. Like the kids getting all their Christmas ready and then like that. But uh, we did get a kitty cat. Oh, you got another one? Everybody says that. It really pisses me off. Everybody's like, oh, you got another one? But like... Oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. I, it's a, That's exciting for me. I'm like, yay, you got another one. That's, uh, she's did, all gray. Sorry. I'll send you some pictures. She is beautiful. Uh, she was a stray. She just was like living outside. And then it got really cold. And then we felt bad. And then we ended up bringing her in. And she's honestly the best cat I've ever met but uh more than mike i love mike but uh she she's more affectionate dude she'll let she'll just lay there for like an hour and let you rub her belly like straight up and just like purr the whole time like she loves it but uh between that's how like what's up that's how the kid is and then uh we also now that we only have one bunny beelzebunny is our bunny his name is beelzebunny all hell lucifer uh i'm just kidding but he actually doesn't really like because I uh, work work from home now and between school, I'm, I'm pretty much at home doing the, uh, stuff out of the house. And uh, so I'm here. So when I'm here throughout the day, I leave him out like a dog or a cat and he just chills in the house and he walks around. I've got him litter trained now. 
don't they pretty much litter train themselves don't I they mean, i like to think i did it but whatever i mean if you want to take that away from me sure he did it i mean no good congratulations he That's changed the work. litter he bought the litter box he put the litter in there he took the lid off you know he did all that not me but uh <laughs> sorry it's weird i haven't talked on a mic in a really long time i can't even find mine i, th- I put it somewhere and i forgot where it's I funny because last time we recorded like, i couldn't not... find mine yeah, no, so sorry if I sound weird, guys. No, nah, you sound fine. But, uh, yeah, besides that, man, we've just been watching a lot of Christmas movies. We got tickets to go see Black Christmas the day after Christmas in theaters. So pretty excited about that. Oh, so that. That, that's why you guys aren't hanging out with No, us. we have to come back because we have to take the kids to go see their mother. We have to see her next oh, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. No, it's, what it, it's next Tuesday. It's the day after Christmas. One day we're going to release videos and it's going to be even better. But dude, you know how you can tell how long it's been since we podcasted together? Like, look at me on camera now. Like, my beard's like, what, like four inches longer? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Dude, look how long that is, man. It's crazy. I look like I just, I look like Timothy McVeigh. Like, I'm about to go unibomb some shit. I look, I just look crazy. I started doing a middle part. And I feel like I look well, like a Manson follower you're now. You're at so that I'm stage in your life. That back over. To- you're old, Brandy. <laughs> you're old. So uh, I've accepted it. I've accepted it. So I don't know. What are we doing today? Because I know, like last time we had an episode, or we're supposed to have an episode. It was my turn, and I had put together some stuff for paranormal games. Uh, when we had decided to do this episode, though, you had reached out and Brandy was pretty much like, yo, I want to do an episode on some Christmas stuff. So I was like, let's do it. But, uh, I mean, fuck, man, let's just, you want to see if we can just knock it all out today? Catch up on the old, get in the new, and then see where it takes us? Probably. Yeah, because I, well... I didn't have that long to research, and then most of my research ended up being backstory, just so I could understand the story that I was reading, okay. because it was so confusing. But I think I've got it in a way that people can understand it. Okay, so do you want to go first, or you want me to? Uh, I don't even know what your story... Well, yeah, you It wasn't a story, games, it's pretty right? much just, I'm going to give you guys some rundown on some paranormal games, like, if if you're, like, with a group of friends. So, like, uh, for me, it was real big, like, I used to, like, when I was younger, going to like old abandoned buildings and stuff. So this is like a game. I'm not telling you to go do that, but I'm saying like if you wanted to do something and get your adrenaline going, this is what you would want to go do. I did that yeah. one time and police showed up. It was actually a really funny story, but it was also very fucking scary. Do not recommend. You can get trespassing charges. I didn't, but that can happen. And they let me know that. Well, I believe that. So uh, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I don't know what the point of that story was. You go first. You go first. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess it's a little out of place because when I initially had done this, I was going to go over a couple different games and uh, it was right around Halloween. So uh, I'm just going to start by naming off the games and ask you if you've heard of them. Have you ever heard of the elevator game? Um, vaguely is that where like you have to type in a certain sequence of floors or something and then you get off on a certain floor what about the one man hide and seek no i haven't heard of that okay uh so those are the two that i'm gonna cover uh and then maybe after you do yours if you have some time i had some stuff i had pulled up i don't have the reddit post right now but i could get them 
But uh, I had pulled up some stuff where some people had wrote about some personal experiences that had happened to them while playing these games. Oh, okay. okay. So the first game that I was going to go over, everyone, is called the Elevator Game. And now, first of all, I want to give everyone a little bit of history on it. The Elevator Game is a modern urban legend and supernatural game that has pretty much gained a lot of popularity uh, due to claims of it leading to encounters with paranormal entities or kind of like uh, alternate dimensions. It is believed, though, that it originated in Korea. So this is one of the reasons I like this game. I spent a lot of time in Korea. I think Korea is a pretty cool place. So anytime Korea's got anything to do with anything, definitely love reading about it. Uh, and it's often associated with a specific building in Seoul. Now, uh, I'm not going to tell anybody what building it is because I don't want people going there, you know. But the game is said to be based on a concept of performing a series of actions in a particular order while riding an elevator to reach the world or a dimension is like what they're believed. Now, uh, first of all, I want to give a disclaimer. Playing the elevator game can be associated with potential dangers, both psychological and physical. The game should be approached with caution and it is not recommended for experimentation. With that being said, if you do what I say and you do it, please write us at Brandy. Beyond the Shadows pod at gmail.com. Because we would love to hear about it. But then again, please, we're not telling you to do it. But if you do do it, yeah, please do do. Do do. Okay, so the first step to the game is you have to choose the building. Begin by choosing a building with at least 10 floors. Now, this game is often linked to a building with a specific setup, but some variations can't be played in other buildings. Okay, so the first thing you have to do after you choose your building is you have to enter along. You must be the only person in the elevator, and if anyone else is present, you cannot proceed. Does that, I mean, is that like about what you think you heard when you heard about the game? Oh, no, I literally, I haven't oh, heard. Yeah. I, it was just like floors. Yeah. So this is kind of like what you were talking about now. There's the sequence of floors. Now you have to follow a specific sequence of floors, button presses in the elevator. The sequence that I ran into most uh, followed as you go from the fourth floor to the second floor. Then from the second floor, you go to the sixth floor. Then from the so do you have to like go up the stairs and get to the fourth floor or do you just go ahead and get no, the elevator? No, you get in the elevator. The first. You take it to the fourth okay. floor. Then you gotcha. take it to the second floor. I didn't know if you were like floor. starting. Then you take it to the sixth floor, the second floor, tenth floor, and then the fifth floor. Now, once you get to the tenth floor or the fifth floor, the tenth floor. Now, after pressing the button for the fifth floor, so the last one in the sequence is the fifth floor, the elevator. La, la, la. So then elevator. I'm gonna take that out. So fuck. So then <laughs> the elevator should, if you've done this correctly, it should ascend to the 10th floor. Now, some players have reported that they feel like something has changed when they reach this floor. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Uh the the, the thing I came across was like, you know how like when you see a movie or something and they're trying to get uh, across, like when you're in a dream. And like you see someone, they they don't look like the person you think. What like it, it doesn't feel like what you're seeing is what's really there, kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. like that, like it's it's off. Like you don't know what it is. You can't put your finger on it, but you know something's off. Uh, and then after that, you have to return to the first floor. 
you should press the first floor. However, the elevator may not respond as expected and you may end up in different floors. So the goal is to get back to the first floor. I already just oh, don't yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, like, what would, yeah. you do? what would you do? So then players also claim to experience, uh, like, various paranormal phenomenon, uh, such as they've uh, – there was a couple that talk about, like, when you hit a certain floor, there's a woman or witnessing, like, some type of strange event. And they're, like, saying, like, you can't interact with her or talk to her. And they've also given specific instructions on that. And it advises you to not engage with any entity or any paranormal like occurrence or anything you see. Like, don't even fuck with it. And just like once you've done it, they say like, just get get back to the first floor. Like that's your only goal. Focus on getting back to the first floor. And that is the elevator gram. So it has to be in a building with at least ten stories. Ten stories at least. Now, uh, you remember, uh, what was that? The the lady that died at the Cecil Hotel? Yeah, uh, Elisa Lamb. Now, some people I know, like, now I know there are some people now that say it was like a mental illness thing and stuff like that. But when this first kicked off, there was a lot of speculations that she had been playing the elevator game. And that is what happened to her. Because you see her going in and out of the elevator, acting very strangely, hitting numbers in a specific sequence, stuff like that. Who knows? I could see that. So and like looking like she was running from something. Yeah, I mean, that, or like did you ever watch that? something? Yeah, no, I see yeah. the videos. It was unsettling, and some people thought maybe she was just having a psychotic break. Because, um, she, yeah, I'm not really sure on that. All right, so uh, I got one more that I wanted to hit on before we uh, get all jolly. One man hide and seek. Have you heard of this? I believe you said no. No. Okay, so one man hide and seek game is a ritual that originates from Japanese urban legends and the paranormal folklore over there. It basically involves a doll, typically a stuffed animal or like a plush toy which is believed to come to life and seek out the player. The game has gained notoriety due to its eerie and unsettling nature. So what do you, uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, I don't like that either. So we could play this game. If anyone, anyone could actually play this game. And uh, if you want it to, Oh, wait, 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 first, should I do a disclaimer? Yeah, I, I don't know what the disclaimer is, but sure, if you feel like you need to do It one. is not recommended for experimentation. I don't know. Anyway, I'll take <sighs> all that out. Uh, so basically, the way, if you want to play this game, you're going to need some materials. And uh, you might say, like, what kind of materials would one need? Well, I'm going to let you know. First of all, you're going to need a doll, like a stuffed doll or a toy, like typically something that's like humanoid in shape. Uh, you're going to need a sharp edge. You're going to need a sharp-edged object like a knife or a pair of scissors. Uh, then you're going to need some red thread, a needle, a bathtub filled up with water, and a hiding place such as a closet. Now, the instructions go as this. For preparation, you're going to have to start the game at night. You need to have kind of an eerie atmosphere. I don't know if that really matters. I imagine if you're doing this, it's already fucking eerie. But uh, you want to place the doll in a bathroom near the filled bathtub. 
And you're going to have to choose a name for that doll. And you're going to have to name it out loud, often referring to as tagging the doll. Now, this is believed to give it a spirit or an identity. So they believe like when you tag a doll or give it a name, that you're putting an entity or a spirit into that doll. Now, how does that make you feel? Like, I'm like, I'm glad I don't have children because if I had learned that, it's like, you know how kids do with their dolls yeah, and they like name them and shit. It'd be like, no more naming dolls, kid. Uh, we still It'd got be a unfun house. Yeah, like a little <laughs> imaginary friend that Hannah still talks about every once in a while. That's unsettling. Pretty creepy. Okay. <laughs> so then you have to use the sharp edged object to cut open the doll's seams. You're going to remove the stuffing or the insides of the doll, and you're going to replace it with rice. The rice is to believed, the rice is believed to symbolize human in innards, like your organs and all that gooey stuff. Then you're going to sew the doll up with the red thread and make sure the red thread is visible. Once you've done that, the game has started. You're going to fill the bathtub with water. Then you're going to go to the bathroom and you're going to say aloud, I have found you. Then you're going to leave the doll in the bathtub and you're going to go choose a hiding place. A few minutes later, you're going to return to the bathroom. And with the red string still attached to the doll submerged in the water, you will say, I am the first it and search for the doll. It is believed to come to life and to try to find you. When you find the doll, say you are next it and remove the red thread from it. This is believed to transfer the it status of the doll. That's basically how you end the game. And then the final step to end the game is you have to cut the red thread, place salt on the doll, and dispose of it properly. Which... I don't know why people say like dispose of it properly because like what the fuck is dispose of it properly mean? Like I gotta burn it? Do I have to like put it in like a bag of salt and like the salt purifies it? I don't think I like, don't what's think I'm, I'm just saying like what is properly like when I feel like when you say something like that, that means there's like a general census of like what we think the proper way to dispose of a possessed doll is. But I've never had that problem, you know what I mean? So I would never even think of that. Yeah, who who is coming up with these solutions? Yeah, so did you get what you what like? Did you get what I was saying? I mean, did it make sense? I got a little lost right with like the the like so. I guess you you take the red thread out and the game's over, right? Yes. Okay, but does the doll like so the doll supposedly gets out of the so, tub? So to around. start the game, you have to fill it with water, and then the hide and seek part of the game is you go to the bathroom and you say aloud, "I have found you." Then you leave the doll in the bathtub and go choose your hiding place. The search part after a few minutes, return to the bathroom with the red thread still attached to the doll submerged, submerge it in water. So then you have to submerge it in water. And then like, if you're trying to find the doll, when you find the doll, you have to say, I'm the first it and search. And then that's when you search for the doll. And then you uh, say, it is believed to come to life and try to find you when you say that. So if you say, I am the first it, that is what is briefed to make the dog come. And then it tells you pretty much how to end it. But there are some crazy fucking Reddit stories, man. If you want to dig in on some of this stuff, like there are some pretty intense stuff about these games. That sounds creepy. Yeah, and but also 4chan. Everyone has 
cell phones, so I need to see some videos. Yeah, that's like read some of the stuff though. That's why it's creepy and some of the 4chan posts, but it's like I don't know, but also it's like would you, why don't you try it then, Brandy? Exactly, because yeah. no one's wanting to try it, but everybody's wanting to be like, well, I don't believe it. But yeah, that was the episode that I was supposed to give you guys that I never gave you guys. So uh, keep exploring Beyond the Shadows. All right, Brandy, so what do you have? Um, Mine is a little Christmassy. Uh, sort of actually maybe not actually more now that I really got into the the back of the story it's it's pretty wild um we're gonna go over a lot in a very short amount of time so um I was just thinking you know uh where Christmas trees come from and so there are approximately 25 million to 30 million real Christmas trees sold in the U.S. every year and that's a lot of trees and so I was thinking, like, where did this tradition originate from? Uh-huh. And so a quick Google search of that will say that Germany is credited with starting the Christmas tree tradition, like as we know it now in the 16th century, like Christians started bringing trees into their homes and decorating them. And like they would even have uh, Christmas pyramids, which were like piles of wood. And if they didn't have a lot of wood, they would just decorate what little wood they had with evergreens and candles. And so we didn't really have Christmas trees here in America until Queen Victoria and Prince Albert popularized them in 1840. And so I dug a little Prince deeper. Albert. And uh, what if <laughs> what if I told you that the tradition of chopping down trees and decorating them goes back a lot farther than the 16th century? Well, I would be like, prove it, man, because I've never heard that. But then again, I don't really know shit about Christmas. <laughs> So um, I found some things that would say that it goes all the way back to 12,000 BCE. And this was back to the days of like the Roman Empire. Okay. So before Christianity took over the Roman Empire, the empire or the Roman Empire was primarily a polyistic civilization, meaning that these people recognized and worshiped multiple gods and goddesses. And so um, we're going to talk a little bit about Cybele. And Cybele was a goddess originating from the mythology of ancient Anatolia. And um, her worship spread to the cities of ancient Greece and the Roman Empire. She represented Mother Earth, and she was worshipped as a goddess of fertility, nature, mountains, fortresses. Um, Some called her Great Mother of the Gods, and some called her Mother of the Mountain. Um, Now, Sybil was a powerful and loved goddess, and she had followers. Like, she, she literally had, like, her own cult and everything. Um, there were a group of, like, eunuch priests, and they were called the Galli. And it was said that the Galli were also devoted to Addis. And so we're going to cover who that is who in just is? a second. Yeah. Great. So I'm going to go ahead and like, get into the... Who is that? So I'm going to get into the legend now. And um, while I, I will say, while I was researching this, there are a lot of different versions of this story. And in some versions of it, some people are the same people. and other versions, they're two separate people. Um, I'm just going to go with the version of the story that I feel is easiest to follow that makes the most sense to me. Um, but I will give some disclaimers. There is self-mutilation. There is incest. There is non-consensual interaction. weird, in Brandy. Show. Way to make it <laughs> yeah, weird, like it's, dude. It's a really rough one. So just, you've been warned. Okay, so according to the ancient legend... 
Sibele was one of Zeus's would-be lovers, but she rejected him. And as we, you know, we know Zeus, he would not take that for an answer. So while she slept, Zeus spilled his seed onto her, causing her to become pregnant. Sibele then gave birth to Aegidas, a hermaphroditic demon, meaning they were both male and female. Um, and they were they were very strong. And because they had both genitals, this like the other gods feared them that they were too powerful. And so they decided to cut off his male sex organ. And from that, where the blood spilled to the ground, from that sprang an almond tree. So the river Sangaris, they had a nymph daughter named Nana, who in one account, she ate the fruit of this almond tree. And in another version, she held the seed to her chest and it vanished. Mm -hmm. Um, In both accounts, though, by doing this, she became pregnant and she gave birth to Addis. So as Addis grew, he just became so beautiful. And like, you know, he's very, everyone thought he was a very beautiful man. So much that Sibele, his own grandmother, fell in love with him. Now, Addis was said to be unaware of his grandmother's affections. So when he fell in love and planned to wed a mortal woman, you can imagine his surprise when a pissed off goddess storms into the building and tries to stop it. So um, Addis, he's like, and he's like, what the fuck? He's in fear. So he runs off into the mountains. Sibele chases after him, but she cannot find him. So she decides, I'm going to mess with his head because I can. I'm a goddess. So she starts, you know, she's in his head. She's driving him crazy to the point that he castrates himself under a pine tree and dies. Um, it said that like where he castrated himself, where the blood spilled to the ground from that violet sprang up. So there seems to be like a theme with like people dying and stuff springing up from their blood, which I thought was weird uh, amongst other things. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah so Sibele finally finds him under a pine tree and she is devastated and she begs Zeus not to destroy his beautiful body and so she moves his spirit into an evergreen tree and so that's the tale like that's the story and the reason I'm telling you that story is because I want to talk about the priest who worshipped Sybil and Addis and their rituals of what they did so since that story yearly a ritual was performed to purify the body of the dead Addis. The priests would castrate themselves during their rituals and experience the loss of consciousness. And then a pine tree was chopped down. It was covered in violence and castrated sex organs. And then it was carried to the shrine of Sibele on Mount Dimas. And they would mourn Addis for three days. And then on the fourth day, it would they would have like a celebration of joy because that was the day supposedly when Sibele brought Addis back to life or like moved his spirit into the tree. And so another interesting thing I learned, this celebration actually is held from March 24th to the 27th. And so if you think about it, there are actually a lot of similarities to this, to our like Good Friday and Easter, Mm -hmm. because he dies, they mourn for three days, and then they have a day of celebration when he like comes back. And that's kind of like our Good Friday and Easter you know how we do it and that's kind of around our easter time too because we huh. celebrate easter i think around like march 31st or something um but the the um ritual or celebration or origin of bringing chopping down trees and decorating them goes all the way back to the roman empire that is crazy far <laughs> so um what i learned about that is 
this religion, like these um, eunuch priests, the Galilee, that these were one of the biggest religions back then in the Roman Empire. Like, um, they they worshipped a lot of different gods and goddesses, but this one was like a pretty big one for them. And so I was just surprised that like we didn't hear more about this. But I guess as Christianity took over, you probably wouldn't. It's the way it seems to be. But yeah, wild story. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that when I started researching this. Honestly, that's crazy. But yeah, that's my little Christmas bit. Well, I think it was a good jump back in. You know, uh, we're coming down there tomorrow to see you guys. Uh, me and Brandy are going to probably talk a little more shop, and we'll have a schedule put together with uh, a little more, I guess, update. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I got a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as always, I guess let's plug it a little. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any like topics you want to hear us cover, or if you have like a personal paranormal story you want to share, um, write to us at beyondtheshadowspod at gmail.com. Or you could send us a message through Instagram directly at beyondtheshadowspod. And then um, if you want to remain anonymous, just let us know. We'll use a different name. We'll give you a fake name. Yeah, you know, we won't or... dox you. But yeah, and then uh, anything else? What do you want to add? Yeah, man. Just uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, hope everyone has a Merry Christmas or whatever. Happy Holidays. Or Happy Holidays or whatever, man. Just fucking have fun and watch uh, some spooky movies. You know, watch I had a la- or something. I had a lady at night. work the other day. She was leaving. And I was just like, happy, happy holidays. And she was like, she angrily said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't bother me. I don't, because when I say Christmas, I don't think of Jesus. Well, I, I mean, there's so like, many holidays celebrated Santa. around this time. And I don't know yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. celebrating. So I just say happy No, holidays. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm just old. 37, man. You know, I'm old now. Yep. <sighs> That's okay. I'll be 31 next week. Wait, no. is that next week? No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it is a week from today. But you are old as well. Sort well, of. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you have a great holiday. Thank you for uh, spending it with us. And uh hope you're ready to hear us some more. I'm about to go downstairs and let the little one open up one of her presents early. So, Tell her to uh, call me. Good night, Brady. Yeah, I will. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Have a-